AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for Aviation Pros. The Gerald R. Ford International Airport Authority positions itself in a new industry leadership role with the recent launch of the Ford Launchpad for Innovation Technologies and Entrepreneurship, or FLIGHT, which provides grants and testing opportunities for companies focused on bringing emerging air travel technology solutions to market. I recently spoke with Airport Authority COO Alex Perrick, Kevin Kleist, Emerging Trends Advisor for Southwest Airlines, and Charlie Tyson, Technology Activation Manager for the Michigan Office of Future Mobility and Electrification about this program and the impact it will have on the entire aviation industry. Thank you guys really taking the time to talk with me today on this topic. So the first question I have for you is, how did the concept of the flight program first come to mind for the airport? So I'll take this one. Um, We at the airport and our board really charged us with being more entrepreneurial and helping entrepreneurs in uh, Michigan, in the country, and around the world get started, if you will. and, you know, prior to the pandemic, you know, we realized that, hey, we've got 3,000 acres of land here. We've got an airport, obviously. We've got terminal buildings. We've got airplanes coming and going, taking off and landing. We've got people with cell phones. We've got ground transportation providers. We have shuttles. We have vehicles. We've got parking decks. Uh, is there anything that, you know, we can do to open up our airport property, our airport operations safely to a startup company or someone with a solution out there that can, you know, change the way we do business, change the world, uh, make efficiencies happen throughout the airport. Um, and so we, that that's what the original kind of, you know, intent was. And you know, we reached out to people in the community, um, specifically, you know, the state and Charlie's group, the uh, Office of Future Mobility and Electrification, um, to see if we can, you know, you know, do something around, you know, those, that, that, that these initiatives. And during the pandemic, um, we, we kind of dipped our toe in this realm and really uh, came together on a case study, which was the um, which was the robotic disinfecting vehicle that was tested here uh, in the kind of the early part of the pandemic. So that was with uh, Pratt and Miller, Charlie's group, and really it kind of you know validated an autonomous solution that can be deployed in and around an airport environment safely to disinfect you know the terminal buildings. And then you know once that happened. You know, Charlie, uh, his office, and the airport really kind of wanted to create some kind of, you know, uh, uh, mature, I guess, you know, put some goalposts around what this process will look like, which, 
you know, ultimately uh, came to be our, you know, flight program. So that was really kind of, you know, the entire background leading up to where we are today. Okay. So tell me then a little bit uh, from your perspective, what is it about Gerald Ford Airport that makes this such a good proving ground when it comes to new airport technology like this? And Alex, I want you to answer this one first. Sure, sure. So we've got a a great environment to support startups and innovative technologies. And it starts from the top, really. It starts from our CEO, Tori Richardson, our board, um, who, you know, really kind of drives the entrepreneurialism. We're an airport authority. Um, We can move really, I would say, at the speed of business. And um, we have an environment here physically that can lend itself to a great environment, a live environment. You know, um, we as an airport have 3,000 acres of land. Now, only about 900 of those acres are really used for taking off and landing aircraft uh, or that true airport operations environment. So, so not airports can, not many airports can claim they have so much land not only to develop but also operate in, which gives us a you know competitive advantage, if you will, in, in testing these types of solutions. Um, we're geographically desirable in that we've got a lot of weather conditions. So not only you know we have you know the summer, the winter, we have snow, we have ice. If there's a solution out there that needs to you know, I guess, navigate or traverse these different types of, I would say, obstacles, uh, if you will, uh, on the outside of the terminal buildings or on our land. You know, we've got that also. We've got a lot of activity happening uh, here at the airport that is, you know, maybe outside any other kind of like testing facility, not necessarily airports with so many people coming through uh, our building, we've got around six to 7,000 people uh, coming through every day. Uh, and what they bring with them is uh, their vehicles, ground transportation, their personal vehicles. Um, they bring their cell phones. You know, these uh, passengers are <clears throat> traversing through the airport environment. Um, they've got their own <clears throat> types of or individual kind of needs, I would say. Um, There are families, there's business people, there are also passengers who need, you know, um, uh, wheelchairs. They have certain behaviors that can be mapped or they can be analyzed um, safely throughout the airport uh, and confidentially that may give a startup company uh, or someone with an idea or a solution that can make their trip more enjoyable or improve their overall customer experience so 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 we provide that real kind of live environment where where these companies can really kind of you know hone in and 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 test what uh they may have as a solution and how about from your perspective charlie what is it about uh that particular airport in the state from your side of things that you see as uh being so beneficial for this program yeah absolutely and i i think Alex touched on a lot of the things I, w- I would mention as well, or kind of uh, echo 
but from the from the state's perspective and from my team, the Office of Future Mobility and Electrification, we really want to kind of build on successes from the past, uh, which Alex alluded to related to that Pratt and Miller autonomous disinfectant robot project, which went well. There's a lot of learning to help the company validate the technology and scale it. Um, so we we really want to be partnering with um, leaders in the transportation space like the airport and, and their executive team and, and their staff. So we that formula, you know, building off past success, having strong leadership and openness to collaborate, and then having a business community in Grand Rapids that is so tied into the airport, is so supportive of the airport. That That's key for us. And also, um, that's key to help us kind of identify additional partners and and other entities that have interest in supporting. Um, so all of that combined is really creates a really interesting platform and an attractive environment for startups and emerging companies globally to test their technologies on site, engage the local community, hopefully identify talent or workforce development opportunities, hiring from local um, academic institutions and identifying potential facility space in, in Grand Rapids and West Michigan, um, et cetera. So all that, the airport provides that, that really perfect formula for the state and our office to partner with and to create this asset that can help companies test and then hopefully further invest in West Michigan. Now let's talk about the program itself. Explain how the grants work. I mean, what are the expectations of the recipients as part of this program? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to touch on that to start. And Alex, if you have any additional thoughts from the airport's perspective, chime in. But um, we launched what's called the Michigan Mobility Funding Platform about a year ago. This is a, a grant platform through our office that provides uh, grant funding to companies in the mobility space. So companies that are working on transforming how people and goods move about. This grant program is set up to help provide supplemental dollars towards projects in Michigan related to piloting and testing these technologies. So we uh, we have kind of two arms to this mobility funding platform. We have a real world deployment or a pilot grant deployment, deployment opportunity, or we have a test site deployment network. So we, or grant essentially, we, we partner with a number of different test sites in Michigan. A few of them are focused on connected and autonomous vehicles, One's work, one's focused on drones and aerial mobility. One's focused on maritime up in, up in, um, Houghton, Michigan through Michigan Tech University, looking at how testing the efficiencies around freight and, um, electric maritime vessels. Um, so, and then recently, actually, prior to the announcement of flight, we launched what's called the Detroit Smart Parking Lab in partnership with Bedrock, Detroit, Bosch, and Ford. So this is a, it was a vacant parking garage um, owned and operated by Bedrock. And um, the partners came together to launch this kind of live, living lab where companies can test automated and connected parking solutions. So we are trying to create these test sites that can kind of cover all aspects of advanced transportation. And so we were really fortunate and excited to be able to launch flight, flight with the airport and in Essentially, we have two rounds of grant funding each year. Applicants or interested parties can apply at any time. However, um, and you can find this information on the website, you know, although you can apply at any time, um, there will be two rounds of review, which we bring in public and private sector experts um, to help us review applications and score those applications and then 
there's a kind of a period of due diligence and, and further questioning between the partners of flight and the applicant. And then based on whoever is um, you know, awarded grant funding, they then kind of work with the airport and our other local partner called Seamless, who's a kind of an innovation accelerator. They work with the partners um, after being notified of the grant to build out the scope of their project, timeline, kind of reporting, and what milestones they're looking to hit. Um, and kind of throughout that you know, few month project timeline, we are looking for kind of a report at the end to explore how to really understand what they learned, what the airport learned, how we can potentially scale this solution. Um, so that's that's a quick overview uh, from uh, my perspective. But I don't know if Alex has any additional feedback. Uh, no, I mean that was perfect. I couldn't say it any better. And now that's an interesting program uh, how you're getting them in there. But I'm kind of curious talking in. It might be a little difficult to drill down into this, but I still want to get a little bit more of a feel for it is, you know, how are the recipients picked? I mean, what kind of requirements are you going to be looking for for anybody that wants to uh, get one of these, pro be part of this program? Yeah, I can chime in again there quickly from, again, my, my team's perspective, but we are, we're all very aligned from the partners involved in this in flight. But we, we tried to keep it pretty flexible as far as we didn't want to look at a specific size company, a, a specific technology readiness level from a product standpoint. Uh, we just wanted to ensure that the projects that were being proposed were in were addressing some major, some pain points and technology innovation objectives from um, the airport, our corporate partner Southwest. So those, you know, based on what the objectives and kind of the trends that the airport is seeing, along with Southwest. We then go out in the market and, and promote the application and companies can be globally anywhere local uh, located anywhere in the world. They have to, you know, be able to, you know, meet with the partners involved uh, throughout a cadence of, of check-in calls and have a specific budget outlined. But there's no requirement on based like on how big the company is um, or their their technology readiness level. We from an economic development standpoint. We really want to see that the company is committed to growing in West Michigan or Michigan in general. So that we understand that companies aren't going to be able to move overnight, but this is a great way to get them engaged with West Michigan, the business community, most notably the airport. And then from there, throughout the project and post-project, we can be working with them to help them kind of further grow their company and hopefully hire locally in, in, in Michigan. If I could add to that too, you know, um, you know, Charlie hit the nail on uh, on the head, um, especially with you know, you know, Southwest Airlines. A lot of what an airline experiences, as far as you know, um, solutions to you know provide the operation or customers are the same solutions that airport really is looking for. So it was it was really important for us to get that airline partner on board, uh, not only uh, because of those things I just mentioned, but also it really, you know, gives legitimacy and credibility immediately to our overall efforts to have such a, an incredible partner like Southwest Airlines to, to sign on uh, for this initiative and, and really kind of focusing in on, on some of the, I guess, focus areas, if you will, uh, for these companies is really, you know, security. Um, obviously, if there's, if there's any security kind of technologies that are emerging uh, that can help us um, and help the operation, that's 
you know, a, a focus area. Anything in, involved with, you know, automation, optimizing kind of workforce resources uh, for the airport or the airline. Things that have to do with smart infrastructure. You know, as you know, airports are highly infrastructure um, uh, intensive with concrete, runways, terminal buildings, physical assets. Is there anything that we can kind of deploy from a technology perspective to make our infrastructure or our assets work better? Um, another area would be data analytics um, or what we, and what we call a holdroom of the future. Can, can one of these companies kind of, you know, uh, dive into what a kind of holdroom or gate of the future would look like with any type of like innovative kind of technology enhancements and and also safety too. Uh, are there any kind of you know things out there from an airport environment that these companies can solve in terms of safety? You know, airport operators and airlines. We we live the business. We come in every day uh, and we're living it day by day. But if if there's any kind of improvements not only in safety, but these other kind of focus areas that we're missing. Uh, uh, we'd love to get that kind of fresh outside perspective in, in, in making it all better. Fantastic. So tell me, Alex, this is this is the big question I have looking at it. There's a lot of you know opportunity here to bring in new technology and try new things out and really enhance the operations of an airport. But tell me from the your perspective of things, I mean, what kind of procedures are there to be able to test um, you know, these new technologies in an active airport without impacting the regular operations that are already going on? Right. Yeah, good question. Good question. So um what we what we work with the companies that are selected uh, to test these you know solutions uh, very closely. So, uh, for, for instance, uh, one of the companies is uh, testing a, an autonomous mobility device, which is a wheelchair that is fully autonomous. Now, um, a lot of questions uh, we had for this company, which is called Wheel. And uh, it's it centered around you know safety in the terminal environment. Obviously, the airport has a lot of obstacles for let's you know say a robot or this autonomous vehicle, such as um, slopes, such as people uh, specifically. Uh, will this vehicle stop and be safe around children, around pets, around people? And can the vehicle be tipped over uh, uh, for some reason? Um, so we we go through extensive discussions with each of these companies to really understand what the level of risk is. Uh, and we have our risk managers on the calls. We have our uh, operations safety uh, folks on the call, our maintenance employees. Uh, on each call with each of these companies to truly understand what the level of risk is uh, with these uh, solutions. So, you, you know, not only do we have, you know, the, the, the wheel device or autonomous mobility device, but we also have a company looking to do security solutions with drones. Obviously, drones around an airport have to be, you know, actively managed. Um, so it, it, it's understanding what that kind of like level of risk or where this drone uh, will be, you know, testing or operating in a safe environment. Uh, and then it's also companies that, you know, don't necessarily need a physical presence on airport, 
which is Arago, um, and they're looking to kind of create and map airside operations completely digitally. So really kind of understand the movements of aircraft on the aircraft apron, ramp, and gates. Southwest Airlines is specifically interested in this type of you know, solution is really kind of understanding efficiencies with aircraft movement, ground service equipment movement, belt loaders, tugs, pushback vehicles, de-icing trucks. Is there kind of you know, a, a, a better efficiency to deploy some of these assets, not only the aircraft, but also the support equipment around an aircraft um, and, but this company doesn't really necessarily need a physical presence. They're just looking at um, data associated with each one of those kind of pieces of equipment uh, and doing some digital mapping uh, of all those pieces of equipment. And, and overall, um, they need to have insurance, <laughs> of course, too. So we're looking for, you know, some of the, you, you, you know, the check boxes with, you know, uh, they are insured um, and they have, you know, the, the appropriate agreements in place. Uh, with us and overall with their insurance carriers, but it, it really comes down to um, discussing, meeting with them, viewing the actual kind of equipment if it is deployed on airport property to ensure an overall safe um, operation here at the airport. So one of the question I had is, tell me about the advisory committee. I mean, there's a lot of different airports and you know representatives in that are involved in this outside of, of, you know, just Gerald Ford. Uh, I mean, what role is this advisory committee going to play and, and how were they all chosen as far as the membership? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hop in there. I um, mean, then again, uh, as always, definitely want Alex's uh, feedback is, or, you know, response as well, if there's sure. anything else, but as we be began planning for this, we, we brought in a couple different partners. We were really excited to bring in Southwest airlines. Of course, the, um, Gerald R. Ford International Airport was the main kind of um, landmark partner, if you will. And then we, but we quickly realized we needed to make sure that we were understanding where the overall global airport innovation market is going or the trends in the market. And as, as much as the airport executives and leadership team are, are plugged into all the other, you know, kind of the trends in the market, uh, we do, we brought in a, a partner called Stantec Gen AV. So Stantec's a Kind of a global advisory firm that has that supports multiple different industries and my team has worked with a kind of a division within stantec uh, that's focused on autonomous vehicles and they've worked with a couple other airports um, in north america to kind of explore their innovation objectives and deploy technologies so bringing in stantec gen av was really helpful in helping us understand what other innovations are being pursued at airports globally, you know, making sure that we are deploying projects that could scale. And by doing, by, by working with this advisory committee, we can understand kind of getting their feedback on applications, um, you know, having the project teams that are awarded, awarded grants, you know, meet with these advisory committee members. And hopefully the goal is to have these companies further grow and further grow in West Michigan and Grand Rapids, but establish business opportunities and in the global market working with the advisory committee. So the advisory, advisory committee um, includes Edmonton International Airport, Nashville International Airport, Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport, San Antonio International Airport, San Diego International Airport, Tampa International Airport, the US Air Force and Vantage Air, Airport Group. So definitely a great group of, of 
large airports that can provide advice or you know feedback on the applications that are being reviewed. And then, as I mentioned, big goal here is to help these projects that are proven and, and scaled out of Grand Rapids Airport to the global market. Yeah, and if I can just add to that, you know, that list of airports that Charlie just went through, they present their own type of, you know, differing airport environment, if you will, that complements uh, our airport environment, uh, you know, as being that kind of, you know, landmark airport uh, to test these products, you know. Um, they've got, you know, obviously different kind of, you know, passengers or even kind of like local passenger behaviors or needs. You know, they they provide obviously the international type of passenger on a different kind of scale or volume. And actually being in Canada or, you know, in another country uh, and working through whatever, you know, the Canadian airport environment has or even on the kind of regulatory side, um, and those nuances will help uh, a startup company be able to scale their product. Um, and, you know, with the, with the passenger kind of volumes that are differing at all these other airports, also the geography changes too, especially if it's a, if it's a, a solution that has to kind of, you know, behave externally from the terminal building. So, you know, the, the, this is a great cross-section of other airports that provide, you know, their own unique um, contributions to testing a solution. So I guess my last question then for you today is, I know it's an early days with this program, but what does the future look like for it? I mean, what kind of backing are you looking to get involved with this? Uh, and really, how do you want to see it expand and, uh, you know, its reach go over the years? I'll hop in first here again. Um, so from the state perspective and, and my team's perspective, and really our objective is to make this sustainable. We want to continue to provide grant dollars to companies to test and kind of offset the, the cost of testing. But it's super important for us to um, – further engage industry and businesses in West Michigan to understand like how the airport and this innovation program can support their objectives. You know, are there ways to improve transportation to and from the airport working with you know, local transit agencies? Um, so we want to maintain the partnerships, partners that are involved currently, um, but we want to build off that as well. And, you know, looking at potentially how we can, innovate you know freight movement in and out of the airport how we can begin electrifying different aspects of the airport in the airport vehicles and with that you know we need to be engaging again the private sector understanding their objectives um, and then also the public sector so working with other state agencies like the like the department of environment great lakes and energy MDOT aeronautics their division um, really trying to align this program in a way that can be mutually beneficial across all parties. But I'll hand it over to Alex for his thoughts. It's hard to follow that. I think, you, you know, you, you, you nailed it. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't really add to that. That's great. Wonderful. Well, thanks, guys, for talking to us today about this program. It's really exciting to see something like this take off in the industry. And uh, I can only imagine what kind of amazing stuff we're going to see come out of it. First question I have for you is tell me a little bit about why Southwest got involved with the flight program. Yeah, so uh, I've had a relationship with um, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, or MEDC, for, for several years now. 
been been working with them a lot and just uh, getting connected to startups um, and new companies out in Michigan. Uh, and they've introduced me to, to several several companies and groups just to get some 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 learnings, kind of understand what's happening in the world of autonomy and and some other technologies. And so it's been just a really great um, partnership and connection out there. And, and through the years, we continue to keep touch and and share ideas and and talk about different technologies. And and so they approached approached me about this uh, flight idea with um, Grand Rapids, and and we thought it'd be a, a great opportunity for Southwest to to jump on and partner with them and and uh, really start to get some access, some additional startups, and and get some you know additional learnings and and good insights from from some of these companies out there that are doing some really cool work. So tell me, with your relations in that part of the the country, what is it about that area and just working with Grand Rapids and that part of Michigan with the history you have that gives you the kind of confidence that uh, you'll be able to get some quality testing going on at that site? Yeah, I think I think Michigan um, and and, their, and MEDC have done a really good job of of connecting with with. The, the different corp companies and organizations throughout the state uh, did a great job with connecting startups with businesses and and I think with you know having the the um, automobile industry out there with Ford and others and a lot of the the testing they're doing with autonomy and 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 looking in uh, uh, forward and thinking innovatively I think it's it's um, just they're doing a really great job of it. And I, it it's exciting. It's exciting to see the work they're doing and 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 the startups they're bringing to the table and the conversations they're having. So, you know, I, with our presence in Michigan and in Southwest, um, you know, flying into Grand Rapids and and a few other spots there, we're we're, we're excited. We think it's a great opportunity to to bring in some some companies and and really learn from them and and what Michigan has been able to do out there and in that innovation innovation space I think there's there's going to be a lot of good opportunities and companies wanting to come in and work with Michigan and and see what they can do and I, I and two just the fact that they've really really took the initiative and and decided this is important and to set up um this type of innovation lab or an environment in in the airline industry you don't see a lot of that. And so this is a really great opportunity for some of these companies to come in and, and, and showcase their work and, and show us what they're doing that hopefully can meet a challenge um, uh, of Southwest and, and see if there's opportunities where we can potentially integrate those into our business or operations and, and improve what we're already doing. So tell me from your perspective, why is having this kind of program necessary in today's aviation industry? I think it's, it's necessary because um, in, in aviation, I think historically it's it's really been um, you know held close to the vest, and the airlines have always kind of been about building and and, and trying to um, work from the inside out. And and I think I think it's important that we recognize um, what what these startups and emerging technologies are out there, and 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 really looking at what these trends are and, and what's happening externally, and finding opportunities to to really bring them in-house and, and start to integrate in uh, with the airlines. And I think instead of reinventing the wheel, there are companies out there that are doing a really good job um, of meeting different challenges and needs. And I think it's it's really important for us to reach out and, and be engaged in, in those communities because there are there are a lot of really neat, cool things out there that once you see and, and, and have an opportunity to kind of get hands-on with, you can really recognize the potential and the opportunities to meet several different challenges or needs uh, that you might not have necessarily have thought of 
uh, initially if you're you're just working kind of with your your internal resources. So I think I think it's important that we continue to expand um, our thinking a little bit. I think we've got some super smart people here at Southwest, and they're doing a great job. And and I think now just also having the engagement with that that community of startups and new technologies, bringing those together is it's just it brings um, it brings a lot of opportunities and allows us to really expand our capabilities and, and become more an efficient airline and, and really meet the needs of our customers and employees. So I know you mentioned automation a couple of times. Tell me, what are some of the technologies as an airline that you guys would really hope to see mature or really prove itself in the airport environment by having this kind of proving ground in, in Grand Rapids? That's a great question. Um, yeah. There's so many different technologies out there right now and, and things that are happening. But, I, you know, one that I've, I've talked about recently, I think AI um, is, is going to play a big part uh, in, in the aviation industry, especially at, at airports, um, and using computer vision and within that AI uh, kind of framework. I think it's, gonna be, it's really going to... Um, move quickly and there's going to be some really cool things I think that can happen with it is, you know, looking at um, using AI and computer vision to look at what's happening out on the tarmac and really understanding the turn and what's happening throughout the turn and having that full visibility into the turn, you know, looking at passenger movement and how customers are moving through different spaces in an airport, uh, using it to, to count and, and identify bags and, and, you know, carry on bags and, and uh, checked bags. I think, I think there's just a lot uh, that can be done in the AI space. And I think it's really important to, to to really make sure we're learning, understanding its capabilities in, in different instances, its viability, and, and seeing what it can really do to support the operations and, and our customers out there. And, and I think the other one that uh, Michigan can, you know, probably has a lot more, um, uh, does a lot better job is, is autonomy. And I think uh, just autonomous operations, and you see a lot of that happening out in the state and a lot of that happening with the different companies and, and uh, some of the testing grounds they have out there. And I think really being able to find some great opportunities to test autonomy um, both within the airport and out on the tarmac is, is going to provide a lot of value um, and ensure that we are we continue to have safe operations but they're reliable and, and efficient as well and, and we continue to to um, you know really connect people to, to what's important in their lives and I think it's it, it, the autonomy in AI are going to be some cool technologies that are going to help do that for us and my last question for you today is I know we're early days in this program it's just gotten off the ground but for you where do you want to see it go? I mean, what what will say to you that this has been a successful program and where it could really go as far as helping propel the industry forward? I think it's just the the um, seeing a lot of companies and startups really wanting to be engaged with with this flight program. I, I think you know it is new; it's in its infancy, but. I really am hoping it gains a lot of traction and you start to see a lot of companies wanting to apply for these grants and, and, and be part of the program. And I think that's going to be one uh, key piece of it that I think is going to be really important, that we're going to have um, a lot of interest and people are going to want to showcase the work they're doing. Because to me, that shows that what's happening with flight is is driving change, you know, whether it be short-term or transformational. And I, and I hope these these companies and startups really see that and recognize this is a great opportunity for them. and, and Hopefully, you'll start to see some companies come out of it that, that we may not have um, run across or identified. And I think that's one 
one good success measure. The other, for me, it's it's finding opportunities that I could I can integrate back into our operations and our business. I, I think this is a great uh, uh, testing bed, and and I've always said, you know, having a, a, a live environment to test in, especially in the airline industry, it's tough. But when you can get into a, a true real world live environment, and now you can get hands on, and you can truly uh, understand how this uh, solution works. You can really um, get some tangible, you know, uh, it, it's tangible at that point. It's, it, it's, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can see it, you start to ask the right questions. Uh, and, and from there, I think you can truly understand is this viable? What are the risks? What are the opportunities? Uh, and, and to me, that is just invaluable because now you've got a, a, a place where you can do that and, and truly uh, gain the experience and, and, and very then quickly turn that around and, and hopefully integrate it into the airline. And I think to me, those are going to be two big um, drivers of success for, for Southwest as we go through it. Wonderful. Kevin, thank you for that insight. Yeah, of course. Thank you. I really appreciate the time. For the latest developments in technology innovation, make sure to subscribe to one of our daily newsletters along with Airport Business Magazine. I'm Joe Petrie. Thanks for joining us today.